It's time for the Playing with Science Checkdown, where science and sports collide. Let's say hello to our friends from Star Talk, Chuck Nice and the renowned scientist Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson with a reminder you can catch every new episode of Playing with Science and the entire Star Talk lineup a week early only on TuneIn. Chuck, this play created a lot of buzz on Monday. Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll said Neil was the right person to weigh in. So what can you tell us? Well, uh, first of all, let me just say full disclosure, I am extremely biased because I am an Eagles fan, born and bred. And, uh, you know, I think that um, according to NFL rules, this play is invalid. But um, world-renowned scientist uh, and the science educator Neil deGrasse Tyson may have something different different to say about that. So who am I to speak out of turn? I'll let him take it from here. Neil, what's up? <laughs> How are you guys doing? You know, I, there I was minding my own business, and then I get this, you know, it's almost like the bat signal up in the sky. <laughs> Pete Carroll started calling my name on Twitter, and and I said, you know, what's up? And uh, they had me review this play, and I, I was completely enchanted by it because it's a, it's a uh, it clearly uh, the ball went backwards in the reference frame of – Wilson and Davis. And that's, a, that's something that we think about often in physics. What is your reference frame and what's happening in this, in, this, in this world that is moving with itself? And so I said that, you know, for all the world looks like a legit lateral, but then you look at it in slow motion and indeed the ball goes forward about a half a yard or so. And I guess according to NFL rules that should have been disallowed, but that means then that you cannot – it means if you have two fast runners, you, the, the runner you pass it to can be behind you before you pass it, when you pass it, and after you pass it, and it could be disallowed just because you're running fast. And it seems to me the intent of that, the, the rule should not be to preclude two fast runners going down the field. And so if there's an occasion to update – uh, uh, an NFL rule? Do they do this? I mean, somebody must be doing it because the NFL has the fattest rule book of any professional sports. So somebody's adding rules. So, so I'm just thinking this would be an interesting test case for allowing a backwards throw when everybody's moving down the, f- the field fast. And what is it called? Uh, the, you used in your tweet uh, a Galilean. What is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's called a Galilean transformation. So, so uh, in other words, if you are the grid and you're watching everything happen, you're the gridiron, you will see the ball go backwards. But if you're not the grid, if you are the moving players, you see the ball. Sorry, sorry, said that wrong. If you are the grid, you will see the ball go forward by a half a yard. That's your worldview. If you are the moving players, if you are the sightline of every viewer watching this play unfold down the field, because your eyes are now part of that moving reference frame, you will see the ball go backwards. So, for example, if you're on an airplane and you toss an apple to someone three rows back, as far as you're concerned, you toss the apple backwards. But the plane is going 500 miles an hour forwards. So the ending point of that apple compared to Earth's surface, is much farther forward than where you threw the ball. So are you going to say, I threw it forward? No, you're going to say you threw it backwards. Because you are in a world where everybody's moving 
in in the same direction at the same speed. So so my sense, I, I don't have a strong opinion here. I'm just offering it as an analysis in case someone wants to say it was not our intent to have a, a lateral preclude this kind of toss. And if they said that, then they have to modify the rules. Gotcha. So I, I love science and I love Dr. NDT, but as an Eagles fan, the only reasonable takeaway for me is clearly Galileo was an ignorant buffoon who knew nothing <laughs> about football. So that's... <laughs> fly, Eagle, fly. Neil, I always love to pepper you with questions. We appreciate the time. So we know, based on what I recall from grammar school science, a debate about black holes in space. Do they actually exist? If the Cleveland Browns don't win a game this season... Would that be a vortex like a black hole where nothing can survive in professional football? Well, we would need to put top people on that to research. That. <laughs> <laughs> it would be clear that they were in a vortex. The question is, the problem is once you fall into a black hole, you are never coming out. A vortex, you have to struggle hard to, to escape it. And maybe it's just a really deep vortex, but they haven't crossed the event horizon yet. Well, they won a game last year, Neil, so you're saying there's hope and possibility. Guys, as always, we appreciate the information. Happy holidays, and we'll talk to you on Sunday on NFL First and Goal on TuneIn Premium. Thanks a lot, Brian. That was the Playing With Science Checkdown. Make sure to check out the Playing With Science podcast with new episodes premiering one week early, all free, only on TuneIn.